You know, one day snow, one day sun, you just go with the punches. Why do you have a bird bird cage behind your bird uh, box? Is this? that a, uh, yeah, is that a bird box or is that a put a dick in the box? You put a kind of hole in the box, put your dick in the, <laughs> the hole. That is the hole. And, and, and don't make me prove this, but the hole is almost big enough. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a Cajun, a beatbox, you know, you play the, yeah. Get it out. Give us give yeah. us some beats. Show us Actually, how you play it. I was going to, but the mm. reason that that's why it's out. But one of the strings is broken, so every time you shake the box, you hear it's 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 busted. So, so you put well, your dick in it instead. Dick, dick. Yeah. I don't waste anything. I don't. Waste <laughs> it's your philosophy. Um, it's Wednesday, the twenty fourth of February, where I am. Twenty third of February, where you are. Twenty twenty one. Um. I only really have one story to talk about today. This could be a, a short show. There's not much happening in the world. I mean, thank God. America went over half a million uh, COVID deaths, but you know, we all saw that coming a long time ago. Yeah. And it's not. Okay. Uh, there's been a there's been a thing happening in Australia for the last uh, week or so that is worth talking about. Um, you, you've probably heard about this. I think it's had some coverage over there in the US media and around the world. Uh, about a week ago, uh, Facebook in Australia started preventing people from posting links to news articles. And a lot of other stuff got caught up in it as well. Uh, We couldn't post links to a whole bunch of government sites, my sites. I couldn't post links to my own fucking sites, um, to my own Facebook groups. Like sort of in typical Facebook style, they just swept everything up and fucked everything up. But I want to talk about what's been going on because I, I, I don't know about over there, but certainly the media coverage of it here has been particularly slanted because it's about the media. Right. <laughs> it's, yes. And and the news organisations that are part of this, uh, right. obviously providing. Vest- yes. Right. Have vest- a vested interest. Yeah. Yeah, they're providing a, a somewhat slanted version of it, but it's really interesting to look into this. So. The, the core of this is for the last couple of years, the Australian government, which is a conservative government, uh, which is relevant to a point, um, has been threatening to put into place legislation that would force Google and Facebook to pay uh, media organisations money for having the right to link to those news organisations' news stories on their platforms. And the way that takes place with Facebook is obvious, you know, when people link to news articles. Um, With Google, it's those news stories appearing in search results. Right. Um, Now, why is the Australian government getting involved in this? Surely this is a commercial issue. just. Yeah, these are two businesses, news organisations on one hand, Google and Facebook on the other hand. Right. Um, this should be something that they can sort out themselves. But obviously, the power dynamic is very different. These media organisations have less power than Google and yeah. Facebook do today, and um, they're not happy about that. They're losing. They're you know losing money. Just generally speaking, their business models have been in decline for twenty years, and they're not no signs of them surviving. They had a little bit of a bump, particularly in the US during the Trump years, because Trump was such a great news generator 
that they yes. were able to sell a lot more eyeballs than they normally could. They'd been, they'd been in decline for years. And so somehow these news organisations managed to get the Australian government to run an extortion racket on their behalf to force Google and Facebook to pay them money. When you say that, do you mean Murdoch or a legitimate coalition of the the press? Well, there's two main large media players in Mm -hmm. this country. Um, Well... Maybe three, but two two particular ones. Rupert Murdoch, yeah, he doesn't live here, but he controls a large percentage of the media. I think 70% of the newspapers in this country are Murdoch-controlled uh, papers. Wow. Um, and the other one is uh, Kerry Stokes. He owns uh, telev- one of our three main television networks here, free-to-air mm-hmm. networks. And he's very close with uh, our current administration. I think he he was uh, he gave away the federal treasurer's daughter at her wedding or something like that. That's uh, cute. <laughs> and Rupert, for many years, has um, had the ability to determine who our government is, yes. um, which he also does in the US to a lesser extent. Obviously, Fox News played a large role in getting Trump elected in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does it in the UK as well. Uh, he has an enormous amount of influence. But, you know, there's there's currently a thing going on in this country where a former prime minister of ours, Kevin Rudd, has been uh, uh, pushing a petition to get a royal um, royal uh, uh, commission. It's like a, a, a federally a federal government-funded independent inquiry into... Right media control in this country, and particularly the way that Murdoch uses his media power to influence governments. Basically what happens in Australia is if Rupert doesn't like your government and the policies that you're pushing, all of his media properties just start slandering the fuck out of you uh, and just going on the attack and white-anting you until your own party turns on you. And yeah. replaces you. You know, we can do that here. Um, the government, uh, we, we don't elect a president or we don't elect a prime minister. We elect a party. Right. And uh, so well, switch we, them out. Yeah. Yeah. The party can can just get rid of their leader, prime minister, and replace them with somebody else. Mm. Uh, mid mid midstream, right? Midterm. Right. And that has happened on an increasing basis over the last 10 years. Jeez. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, you know, this is being done. It's basically an extortion racket. Now, uh, Google caved in fairly early because news results in search for Google is pretty important. Yeah. People go searching for, you know, particular stories. They jump into Google, they search for it. Uh, they want it to turn up. And if Google had to get rid of all of the news out of Google search, a, it would probably uh, algorithmically, code-wise, be a nightmare. How right. do you tell it not right. to show all of these different news sites? I'm sure they could do it, but it would be a bit of an, uh, an annoyance for them. It would kind of, it would kind of break Google search, I think, yeah, and make it less effective. Facebook, on the other hand, uh, said, "Fuck you, we're going to the mattresses." So they refused to play ball. The government actually. Um, right has passed this legislation. I think it's passed through one house, not necessarily both houses, but it was about to pass through both houses. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask. So as far as I understand it, either Facebook and the government or whoever was directly in negotiations or it looked like, you know, like you said, it passed one house, it's going to maybe pass another house. And so Facebook just decides to go from zero to 60 like that. Eh, we're just cutting. And I guess, is that like Facebook calling their bluff? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see what happens. I mean, it's well, like yeah. a hammer blow. Yeah, it's exactly what happens. And and yeah. the, you know, the ironic thing is the way it was depicted by the media here, and by the government here was, oh, Facebook are using their power as a large organization to try and get what they want. Bully. Yeah. Well, yeah. No kidding. What are the fucking news organizations doing? <laughs> doing exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah. 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 That's why we talk about this stuff because they try to skew public opinion a certain way. But the way it got positioned here in, in all of the media coverage I saw was Facebook's a bully 
they're trying to get their own way by using their power. Yeah, well, fucking David no kidding. David Goliath. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly what the news organisations are doing. They're literally getting the government to yes. force other companies to pay them money. Nice. Now, you that? know, <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, I am oh. working on it. Mm. My man. Um, you know, the and, and the reason I, I pointed out this is a conservative government, two, two reasons I pointed that out. Number one, they're more right. closely aligned with <clears throat> Murdoch anyway. They're big supporters the, of uh, Murdoch, the current government, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the current prime minister, Scott Morrison, a.k.a. ScoMo, a.k.a. Scotty from Marketing, as he's often referred to here because um, he, he, before he got into government, he ran Australian tourism. Uh, you know, he was sort of a, the guy who was marketing. And, and our former prime minister of ours um, on the other side of the political divide, Paul Keating, said, oh, I remember when he was just Scotty from marketing. And so that name sort of <laughs> stuck. <laughs> Scotty from marketing. Yeah. Uh, he's a fundamentalist, happy clapper, Christian, who makes a big deal out of his uh, Christianity. He's, you know, it's kind of tacky and embarrassing for yeah. an Australian uh, politician to do that. But he's uh, yeah. he's probably the most out there evangelical, happy clapper, Christian prime minister we've had. He owns it. So far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's lots of photos of him, you know. Couple of like this. Doing Maybe this like in this. church. Doing, doing no, this. he's really doing oh. the oh, Nazi salute to Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Jesus loves himself a little bit of fascism. A lot of metaphors in there. Okay. Right. So, um, yeah. So Facebook basically said, well, okay, let, fuck you. Let's uh, let's go see how you like it. So they just right. cut access to everything. And, of course, you know, then they all went back to the negotiating table. It was a negotiating tactic. And now Facebook announced yesterday that they're going to uh, re-allow within a few days linking to news stories because the government uh, came to the table. Now, the government's calling it a victory. Um, Facebook's calling it a victory. But so far what's come through when you read into the details, the government has agreed to amend the legislation the way that Facebook wants it amended. Facebook are are willing to pay just not as much and they want some different circumstances, some different um, things put in about arbitration and how that would work if they can't agree with the media organisations and what they're going to pay. Can I I ask a question real quick? um, Because uh, obviously you know a lot more about this than I do. I just assumed that, yeah, I wonder really how much per month Facebook would be forking over it's not like they can't afford it but i i guess i saw it as a can of worms if facebook says yes to australia then does that mean a lot of other countries are going to go oh by the way we're changing our deal with you i mean is it is it the, is it the beginning of a slippery slope for facebook is that one of the reasons why they're fighting it so much yeah absolutely i think it's okay. partly principle and it's uh, partly that like this is a test case that right. will be rolled out around the world. <clears throat> and so the way that uh, it's being positioned by the government and, and by the media here is that, well, they're, Facebook's making money off of our work, off of our content, and that's not fair. They're, right. they're uh, selling advertising on the back of uh, the eyeballs that go to their platforms to see our content. And so they should be sharing that money with us. That's our content. Facebook and Google's view is, well, hold on, we are advertising. You, what we are doing is basically providing free advertising for your content. By, um, yes. If yes. anything, you should be paying us. We're sending people. I should have become a lawyer. From our platform to your right. sites. Because, you know, if you, if, if, I link to a news story in Facebook. I post the link in. It gives sort of a photo and a headline and maybe the first sentence or two. And if people want to read the whole story, they click on it, they go to the news site, right, where the news site can then sell advertising around it. Um, So they're they're the two sides of the argument. Now, you know, from my perspective, um, I, uh, you know, I want people to uh, link to our posts, our stories in yeah. Facebook. You know, it's a yes. great thing. It is word of mouth, advertising. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you know, the, so, but from my perspective, the internet, the very core 
purpose of the internet mm-hmm. from the very get-go was hyperlinking. That's right. when Tim Berners-Lee sat down and designed the World Wide Web. Okay, mm-hmm. um, even if you go back further into the seventies, when when um, uh, the the architect uh, fucking what's his name? I interviewed him on my show on my old show years ago. Um, Jesus Christ! Okay, go look this up. I think Al Gore invented the internet. That's what he told us in the nineties. So. I well, actually, wrong. when I interviewed uh, the architect, right? I call him that because that's what they called him in. Um, I want to be called the, uh, Maestro Matrix. from now on, right? I want a title. Vince Surf, Vince Surf, and Bob Kahn, when they sat down and wrote the you know the basics of uh, TCP/IP in the seventies. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of it was to link, uh, you know, a, a Department of Defense and university uh, databases together. So if a if a missile, if a nuclear war broke out and it took out one information center, uh, the uh, the whole system wouldn't come down. The information would be lost, and all the networks would be able to communicate. It was a way of allowing computer networks to communicate with each other. Right. Um, but then when Tim Berners-Lee sat down on his next computer in the um, late 80s and, and coded the World Wide Web and, and invented HTML, et cetera, the whole idea was to link information together. It's all about linking. The World Wide Web was always just about linking things to each right. other, this site to that site, this information to that information. It's, it's neutral. It's a linker, right? It's a, Is it supposed a linker. To be- it's a <laughs> right, no, but I guess my thing is capitalism, laissez faire, buyer beware. It's just an entity, it's an on ramp. Use it, don't use it, whatever. So, I have a hard time seeing that. The, I see what the government, the Australian government is saying, but just don't rely on Facebook or whatever, even though it has become this phenomenal thing. I mean, I would think that the, the principles of capitalism would dominate here, but I guess it's an inconvenience to those to certain people in Australia. So they just forget capitalism for a moment and they want to get paid. Yeah, well, look, and, and Australia doesn't have the same sort of extreme laissez-faire approach to capitalism as your country does. Right. Thank you. <clears throat> the Wild You know, West. we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, it's sort of Deadwood writ large across your country. Um, for the next 30 minutes, you know what the rest of that line is. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's you know we, we we do have a lot more checks and balances in place, right? Um, which is the only way I can get Facebook to do anything. When they stop, you know, when they banned my ability to advertise a few weeks ago, I had to threaten to take them to one of the um, oversight bodies in Australia that you know that stops uh, businesses from being complete cunts. Gotcha. And they immediately did what I'd been asking them for two weeks to do, and they were telling me they couldn't do it. As soon as I threatened them with that, they did it. They could. When, um, yeah. when they stopped me linking my own pages to, right. you know, in, in Facebook, my own Facebook groups last week, I jumped on a support chat with them and asked them to fix it. They said they sent me back some pro forma email that was bullshit, and I said, fine, fix it within 12 hours or I'm going to take it to the ACCC. Um, and Ta-da. miraculously got fixed. So I've, I've yeah. worked out the um, the uh, magic key to get your own, to do your own sledgehammer. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, it's like when my when my insurance company uh, at the time Allianz refused to pay my insurance claim when I got stuck in Canada a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, um, they refused. Uh, I said, great, I'll take it to the ACCC. I started a complaint. Well, it was actually a, a, the ombudsman, I think, in that case. I took it to the ombudsman, and right. then, boom, they paid it. So, so there, <clears throat> we have certain protections in place. And I know you have the Consumer Protection Agency. I think it's what it's called yeah. over there. You have certain yeah. things as well. Be, but but be, this isn't yeah. the government protecting consumers from big businesses. Ew. This is the government protecting big businesses <laughs> that have made billions and billillions of dollars in profits over right. the decades, yeah, um, and who failed to reinvent themselves successfully when the internet yes. came along, and so they're now in decline and losing 
revenue and profits that they believe are rightfully theirs. Yeah. Um, against the guys that actually won the internet, the guys that did yeah. come along and innovate and uh, uh, now have the dominant position. So it's a yeah. it's a bizarre situation when the government has to get involved to protect a declining yeah. organisation from you. Now, that shows you how much power, though, the media organisations still have because the government yes. is riding in like the cavalry at the last minute like right. uh, fucking Blucher at Waterloo uh, to save Wellington's, you know, scungy <laughs> British ass. Right. Um, <laughs> coming in at the last bizarre. Don't upset anybody. Well, there's no British people listening to this. Okay. Uh, a bizarre Napoleon reference for people right. who understand that. Check out the podcast. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it uh, shows you how much power the big media organisations still have, even though, you know, I think their, their direct reach has been declining for years, they're still influential still. where it counts. Yes. Which yeah. is basically, as I, I understand it, a very small circle of people in Canberra who uh, sort of determine what's going on with their own party and their own party's power base you don't, as it turns out, to be a powerful media organisation, mm-hmm. you don't actually need to reach uh, the people or have influence over the people anymore. You just need to reach the uh, what are the what in the in in communist countries they call it the um, the uh, shit. My coffee hasn't kicked in yet this morning. The uh, fucking the, the the pointy edge of the proletariat, the uh, vanguard, right? The vanguard, just control of the them. Proletariat, yeah. You just That's need to control the, the 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 influences, right? So, the lever pullers, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the um, political strategists, uh, the 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 lobbyists, the people who influence the lobbyists and the political strategists, yeah. Um, if you can, can if you can wield power over them, it, it reminds me in many ways of um, you know we've been talking about the CIA on the Cold War show, mm-hmm. um, and you know one of the CIA's tactics that we've started to talk a little, about a little bit after the creation of the CIA in the late forties, throughout the rest of the Cold War, and even today we see it going on in places like Venezuela. All you need to be able to do to influence a country is find one corrupt general or one corrupt politician who's willing yes. to take it, take your money and yeah. uh, <laughs> overthrow yeah. your government, right? Yeah, um, I don't need to control troops, just the guy who tells the troops what to do, and it's a lot cheaper that way. Yeah, or some of the troops what to do. Right. You know, It doesn't even need to be all the troops. You just need a, a breakaway group. Get it and, going. Yeah. 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 Can so, I ask, yeah. Just a quick question. So, um, would you? Is there any truth, as far as you can tell, with your reading? Do you think the um, the COVID situation has been affected in Australia? Because I know y'all are doing really well, but I do believe, like here, people go check Facebook for COVID, and now that's but that's news, so it's being blocked. Do you feel like anybody's being hurt, or if y'all weren't doing so well with COVID, it might be more of a health factor? since they can't access that stuff or share information about COVID on Facebook with their friends and family. So it's probably. Yeah. Well, supposedly, supposedly yeah. Facebook weren't blocking weren't intending to block that kind of government information, although they did block the department of health, I think initially, but then they unblocked it. Oh, but yeah. Um, yeah, we COVID's not a thing here. We don't even know how to spell COVID I, anymore. It's so far I in cannot, our memory. We're, it was like that. so 2020 COVID man, like we've moved on. <laughs> Cassette tapes, COVID, eight track, yeah, yeah. Zeppelins, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just check. It must be nice. No, it's, it is nice. Like uh, Chrissy's always like, I can't fucking believe what's going on in the US. Um, we go out, life has been normal here. Yeah. More well, or less. Right. We've been told that things are going to get a lot better between the end of July and sometime next year. So we've got that to hang our hat on. That's what we've been. So who knows? No one knows. But the thing is, no one knows. So, and of course, you get the variants, but that's for a whole other show. Yeah. 
So that's so one part of this then is um, the big media companies still have a lot of sway with the in the political arena, even mm-hmm. though their reach is declining because they influence right. the influences. The second part of this is obviously the the story of how powerful Facebook uh, has yeah. become, uh, where when you have a corporation that can uh, bring a government to its knees. Now, media organisations have been doing that for a long time, and it's yeah. not just media organisations. In my uh, psychopath book, I I mentioned a story about um, Labor government here, um, Gillard's government. Mm-hmm. Um, so so uh, going back. 2012 ish 2011 so uh, i mentioned before that a former prime minister has been trying to get has got votes on a petition to start a royal commission into the murdoch government's power by the way murdoch's all murdoch's newspapers are um, robustly attacking him in every way possible for doing this right nice. now in every avenue possible. But when they they knifed him as Prime Minister back, uh, Kevin wrote his name, is they knifed him as Prime Minister back in 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. Can't really mm-hmm. remember. I think it was 2010. Um, and he was replaced by uh, his deputy, uh, Julia Gillard. She became our Prime Minister. She knifed him right. and did a coup uh, inside the party Damn. with the support with the support of the the Murdoch press. Um, Now, partly what drove that is Kevin Rudd was trying to push um, a price on carbon and he was really trying to drive a carbon tax through and he was going to be successful. There was a lot of support for it. There was even bipartisan support. I think Malcolm Turnbull, who would later become Prime Minister, was the leader of the opposition at the time and he was sort of pro-carbon tax as well. Murdoch and the and the mi- big mining companies uh, that were in cahoots didn't like this, so they knifed Kevin Rudd, created a whole bunch of stuff about oh, Labor's this is so unpopular, Labor's going to lose the next election if they don't do something about Kevin Rudd immediately, um, right. and so the party knifed him, replaced him with Julia Gillard, uh, but she and she promised not to do anything about the carbon tax, but. Um, went to an election, didn't win enough seats to be able to control the government mm-hmm. completely, had to do right. deals with a couple of independents. way it works in Australia is we have uh, sort of first past the post, but you you have um, cert- certain situations which has become more and more common here where the two major parties can't, neither of them can win enough votes to uh, control government right. uh, by On themselves. They have to do right. an alliance. I mean, the Conservatives yeah. have been in an alliance with a minor party, the Nationals, for decades. Anyway, uh, Labor had to do deals with uh, some a couple of independents, and the independents were pushing them to do the carbon tax. So she had to renege on her pre-election um, promise because she couldn't, right. you know, she had to do a deal. Um, so the mining companies uh, spent, I think, from memory, I haven't got the figures in front of me, but from memory, they spent something like $20 million on a media campaign, on an advertising campaign to talk about uh, how this was, if this went ahead, it was going to destroy the Australian economy, right. uh, it was going to destroy mining, mining companies would just pull out, thousands of jobs would be lost, you know, the economy Doom. would crash as a result Doom because is mining is such a, yeah. yeah. And uh, basically got it overturned, got her thrown out of government and replaced with Kevin Rudd again, um, <laughs> who then went to an election and lost. Right. Uh, um, but uh, they they saved themselves. The way I put it in the book, they spent $20 million on an advertise, advertising cam that saved them something like $2 billion a year in carbon tax. The mining companies would have had good investment. Right. I think you'd call that a good investment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good investment. So, yeah. you know, it's not just the media companies. The old mining companies know how to play, but they play it with the media in cahoots with the media, right? Because, right. you know, media is funded by advertising. Who's advertising? Big companies. What do big companies care about? Profits. What cuts into profits? Having to pay a carbon tax. Um, so, yeah. you know, they're all, they all have conjoined interests, overlapping interests when it comes right. to 
things like this? I thought the interest was getting the truth out to the people so they could be informed and keep an eye. No, I'm just joking. I, I couldn't even finish that sentence. Uh, keep an eye on the government and the church. Uh, but going back to what you were saying a second ago about the about Facebook's power, I remember, and this has to be a good five or six years ago, you were bitching about Facebook and you're like, where's Facebook's competition? I, I need something that I can go to and I can switch to and I can, and I'm happy to advertise with them or whatever. I mean, this is Facebook ever going to have serious competition? Because I, I, and I know fuck all about tech, but I get that Facebook and Twitter in some ways are like apples and oranges. It's not quite the same thing, even though you can do a lot of the same thing, but where is Facebook's competition or do they yeah. have any that I'm not aware of? No, they don't really have any significant competition. So, monopoly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is um, in a way. I mean, right. The tech, the classic tech argument, and Mike, this is the same argument that Microsoft made when I worked there, when right. they, they were uh, sued by the Department of Justice for having a monopoly and, and wielding it to uh, oh, yes. I remember that. destroy their competitors' business. Um, right. You know, the, the Microsoft argument at the time was, well, we're not really a monopoly. We, you know, somebody could come along tomorrow and put us out of business. We're only as good as our last software product or our last release. Um, right. There's no barriers to entry to set up a new company, a new competitor, uh, and you know they can come along and knock us off the perch tomorrow. We've got healthy competitors in this area and that area. Yeah, we might dominate in this bit, but we have competitors in this bit. Right. And Facebook can point to people that have you know, they do compete with them in a certain way. Like Twitter mm -hmm. competes with them in a way. Instagram did for a bit and then they bought Instagram. Um, you know, that, and that's yes. the the flaw in that argument is companies yes. with enough money just, just go out yeah. and buy and, you know, yeah. kill the baby in the crib is the terminology that gets used a lot in, um, in right. uh, those sorts of circles. Speaking of which, all of our podcasts are for sale. We will sell out. So I'm just putting that out there. Go ahead. And we will literally kill babies in cribs for you if that's what it takes to do that deal. Yeah, just, um, just another yeah, zero. Yes, yes. But, yeah, like like for many years in the internet, um, there would be, uh, you know, a, a, an innovator, a new platform that would come along and it would yeah. get all of the attention, all of the people. But then a better platform would come along six months later or a year later and everyone right. would move to that because it was offering more features and more advantages and, you know, you think about uh, Hotmail was the first um, free email service, which oh, yeah. at the time was revolutionary, um, got bought by Microsoft because it was a competitor to Microsoft's own email products. And, uh, and then, you know, Google released Gmail, which uh, gave you uh, more free storage. And so it uh, everyone moved to Gmail, not everyone. Yeah. Still, some people yeah. on Hotmail, but a lot it's of people moved to a lot of people moved to Gmail because they offered more. Yeah. Uh, and then there were some other, you know, Yahoo had a mail product, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, but it sort of stalled um, about ten or fifteen oh, years ago with right. Twitter and and Facebook. There there haven't really been any serious competitors to these people get off the ground, and it is a good question why. My mm. only, I mean, look, they're going to be hard to compete with, sure, because they're very entrenched and they have a massive user base and they make a lot of money now and those sorts of things. But, yeah. you know, the, the, the whole promise of Silicon Valley is that you can um, come along and uh, innovate. You know, you right. get access to capital, you innovate, and you can uh, supplant these people by providing better service, better features, uh, better price points, all that kind of stuff. But for some reason, you don't hear of uh, Silicon Valley venture capitalists uh, funding competitors to Facebook and Twitter. Right. Yeah, and I, I and I don't really understand why. Yes, it would be difficult. So maybe potential investors go, oh, I'm not sure you're going to be able to pull this off. Right. Uh, or it, maybe it's because so many venture capitalists have so much money tied up in Facebook stock yes. that there's no incentive for them to yeah. compete yeah. with it, right, or fund competition yeah. with it. But we are locked into this thing now where Facebook is powerful enough in this country to just go up to the federal government and say, 
fuck you. Yeah, very few can do that. And and for just the the average user, I mean, it's a part of their daily routine. The idea of dropping that and picking up something new and learning that if you're over a certain age, that's just a huge pain in the ass. So there is there is a lot of loyalty uh, for Facebook and things like that. Oh, so, someone's printing something. Sorry. So there's a lot of loyalty as well. But you're right. I mean, it's so intergrained that uh, how do you start over? I am so sorry. Someone's sorry, my wife. Something. My yeah. wife is eating kimchi. <laughs> My wife is printing something. I can smell it. My wife is just, uh, Chrissy's just I opened a jar of kimchi. Right. I'm surprised if you can't. I'm surprised my microphone's not melting from the smell of it. <laughs> Disgusting. Kimchi. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I, oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's Heather Korean. It, oh, she yeah. does? Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> now, the Anywho. Just this, anyway. No, yeah, no, I love the Koreans. Took Chrissy yes. out for lunch at a little Korean restaurant yesterday. Um, What's that? What does that mean? You took her to lunch? What is, what is that? <laughs> Chrissy and I have, uh, our Tuesdays for us are um, sort of days? just hangout days. So we, uh, right. we every Tuesday we go and just work from a cafe all day, go to lunch, go to a movie, go to an art gallery, just. Take it nice. easy and hang out every Tuesday. Yeah. That's our yeah. foxes. When foxes at school, foxes at school. So we just go and yeah. I figure now, you know we're rich right. podcasters. We can do whatever the fuck we want. I don't. I, don't, I can yeah. just take a day off every Tuesday. I will do a little bit of email. You know, <laughs> you know I'm just Honey, like do you a wanna, cafe. Do you want to take the Hummer today? Uh, yeah. Sports. What do you want to do? But. Now, now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people in America who still go out to restaurants. We went by one of our local establishments, and the and the parking lot was absolutely full, which might explain why COVID's still bad. But anyway, tons of people still go out to dinner. Um, some people go to movies or whatever. Just not us. So, mm, but one mm. day. Yeah. Well, man, I feel for you guys. It's been a yeah. been a rough trot, but that's what you get when you. Let psychopaths get control of your government, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So the question, I guess, yeah. is where to from here with Facebook? Um, will the Australian government take this recent episode as an indication that they need to chop Facebook off at the legs in this country? Um, or have they learnt their lesson now that don't don't try and uh, you know don't take a knife to a gunfight when Facebook's concerned? <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. Like you said, Facebook is a giant now. So I guess what's going to happen is there's going to be some agreement. The local media or whatever who they are will get some money, not as much as they wanted. And uh, both sides can declare victory because that's what mature, rational adults do. You compromise. Both sides get to claim some kind of victory and you move on. It's when one side doesn't budge and the it just gets escalated. So we'll see what happens. Funniest thing, part of it was after Facebook banned news content, right. the Australian government said they were going to pull their Facebook advertising budget. Um, for them. Well, <laughs> yeah, think about it. So Facebook's just refusing to carry media companies' content. Right. One big business refusing to carry the content of other big businesses. Mm -hmm. As a result, the government says we're going to pull our advertising from you. Now, A, Facebook yeah. probably didn't give a shit. They're like, you know, it's like when you pull yeah. your dick out of your wife's pussy, she's didn't, like, didn't even, didn't even notice. Didn't even notice. Are didn't know there? it was in there in the first place, you right. know. Um, oh, you're here. Oh, I thought it was yeah. a dream. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, right. uh, you know, uh, uh, that's the government stopping itself from being able to communicate its own message to yeah. the people. Obviously, uh, that's an important uh, platform for the government yes. uh, that it uses to try and convince people to vote for it again. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a self-defeating measure. But, again, it comes back to why Why is the fucking government involved in the first place? This is between big business A and big business B. Why is the government getting involved in this? 
and then yeah. pulling its own money. Like it's taking a side in it this in this yes. scrap. Anyway, it's just bizarre the whole thing, man. I uh, I just yeah. have to stand on the sidelines and laugh. But I, I think Zuckerberg won. Uh, Zuckerberg apparently has been directly uh, negotiating on Zoom calls with the federal treasurer here, Josh right. uh, Frycook, Frydenberg. Um, it's, uh, it's. I, I think he's had the last laugh with this. Yeah. He's demonstrated that he's got the whip and um, they, they're wearing the gimp suit. That's basically... Uh, Reminds me of Vegas. He's got the whip and he's not afraid to use it. So, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next. Yes. Yeah. No, what else it. is going on? That's it. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing's going on in the world. Tech, Texas is, will eventually get it together. Um, well, let's talk about Texas briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have read up on <clears throat> that in a little part. Right. Um, Obviously, people will have heard this, but Texas got a massive freeze going on, yeah. uh, and they've been—they're they're still without power. Millions of people there are without power, to yeah. the best of my knowledge. Yeah, about ten years ago, they got a freeze, a lot like this, and uh, a lot of bad things happened. And then that's when um, some r- regulatory agency or the federal authority, someone came in and said, "Look, this is really bad. Here's some things you need to do to get your act together. So if this happens again, because it's weather, it will." Uh, you'll be ready. Things will be a lot better this time. And because um, Texas prides itself on deregulation, they, they're the only state with its own power system, grid. whatever it's, the grid. Thank you. That's uh, uh, that they said, thank you for your advice and threw it out. And now it, it took 10 years, but it happened again. And I, I guess the part that really shook me, I mean, I get it that uh, winter freeze comes along, everything freezes up, uh, people are without power or whatever. And we'll talk about that in a second. But what I did not truly appreciate was because it's a completely um, laissez-faire capitalist system is that whenever there's a little bit of power and a huge demand, uh, the value of that energy goes up. And so people are literally getting bills for $16,000, $10,000. And that's, I guess, just for this month or whatever. That's the part that should be truly, truly criminal. But because of the deregulation, as far as I know, it is not. That's the where the, everybody should go to hell at that point. Yeah, my my understanding is, yeah. and I haven't I haven't done a huge deep dive on this, but my understanding is that it was about um, 20, 20 years ago or something they deregulated the energy market yes. in Texas, which means they're off the national grid, so they yeah. can't export power to exactly. or get power from the rest of the country. Exactly. And also, as you said, they did have another freeze um, many years ago, and they were advised to weatherize. All of their, you know, generation and and delivery systems because that would cost money uh, and and hurts profits in the short term. They decided not to do it. And so it's happened again. And um, Chrissy's been showing me videos of people who already have no power and then the water pipes in their houses are bursting and all this water's so their houses are flooded. It's below zero freezing, they have no yeah. power, like just unbelievable nightmares in yeah. the world's most advanced uh, economy, um, world's most uh, successful economy, most uh, powerful, richest country in the world, this kind of well. fucking third world fucking shit going on. And, of course, the conservative uh, governor of Texas and the conservative media like Fox News Right. Are uh, blaming it on uh, windmills. Fucking windmills. They see, yeah. that's what happens yeah. with when you put windmills into a system. Yeah. It's all windmills. The windmills yeah. stopped. Well, it turns out that the windmills froze up because they weren't winterized because somebody was doing a story on that very thing, and then they showed windmills in the Arctic going, "Oh, they'll work if you prepare them for fucking cold weather." So again. But, but, of course, that part gets left out of the Fox News story. So you think, and yeah, it's if we all convert to windmills and things like this and a storm comes along, we'll all be like that. Well, who wants that? So let's keep fossil fuels going. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, but it's as I understand it, the uh, the clean energy side of Texas's grid is about 10% of the grid. 
Yes. But everything failed. It's not just yeah. the windmills the whole, that froze exactly. up. Everything failed. So what about selective the other 90%? <laughs> well, don't know what you're talking about. Reporting. They're reporting. About. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. reporting on that 10% that failed, but the whole thing failed because they didn't weatherize any of it. Yeah. But this is I what could, happens when yeah. you let psychopaths uh, be in control yeah. of your government and your energy system. You know, psychopaths who put short-term profits over long-term success of the business, but also protection of the people. Yeah. I think one definition of a psychopath is to go to Cancun during a national crisis, not unlike a certain Australian politician who went where to Hawaii during the fires. So mm. the fuck, I mean, should have saw that one, but anyway. You're talking about Ted Cruz in this case, who yes. went to Mexico during this and hid out there yeah. until uh, the they sort found of out about him. He's oh shit! I got to get back. Storm I just forced him to I just back. dropped off my daughter. My daughter pressured me. You know, teenage girls. Anyway, I'll go back now and help people. Yeah. Um, and of course, there, you had the mayor of Colorado City in Texas, I think, which isn't confusing. But um, no. <laughs> how many Colorado cities are there? I think there's one I, in Arizona, one in Texas, probably none in Colorado. But anyway, he, um, yeah, he, he, you know, obviously publicly, I think on Twitter, or said, said, uh, this is all your problem. You know, don't expect the government to bail you out. Get off your asses. You know, sort out your own issues. Stop expecting a handout. The strong will survive. The weak will perish. Will perish. Some, of, some of the weak have perished because there was an 11-year-old boy who died of hypothermia. So I he's no that, longer yeah. employed. And his wife, for whatever reason, I don't know why she's no longer employed either. The 11-year-old boy's wife? No, no. Not even in Texas. Well, maybe in Texas. I don't know. But the man, the mayor, his wife was also let go of her job because I think they're just hated now in their community, probably in the state. Yeah. Yeah. But he came out there and said, hold on, I tweeted that as a private citizen, not as a yeah, mayor, but you, you were can't. the mayor. But <laughs> how do you tell? Context. <laughs> this yeah. is off the record. Yeah. <clears throat> but in all seriousness, you know, uh, I, this is what my book was all about. When you let yeah. psychopaths be in control of the system, um, they prioritize the wrong things. Yes. When you have Donald Trump in, in control of your COVID response, when you have uh, the fuckwits in control of your energy system that you've got in Texas, yeah. Yeah. this is what happens. Uh, this is the problem. These, these, the, the, the common underlying element in all of these tragedies that have happened in your country in the last year and in the, the bushfire lack of response in this country, although they're slightly different. I've been thinking about the bushfires here and the the cold the, the Texas situation and trying to figure out how are they similar and how are they different both are examples of the failure mm-hmm. of governments to protect the people um we have bushfires here every year like you do in places like California and Yosemite bushfires right. are, we we've always had bushfires we'll always have bushfires um we've got management techniques in place we do regular burn-offs every year etc etc but from time to time we have really bad bushfires that that, that get out of control Um, that is known and it's also been known for a long time there have been there were reports written studies done reports written for the federal government that as a result of climate change uh, it was going to get hotter and hotter in parts of Australia where bushfires are a problem, drier mm-hmm. and hotter bushfires would be, be would be more frequent and would be worse and would be harder to put out. So investments are required in order to mitigate the threat of that. The yeah. government did uh, next to nothing about preparing for that. Um, so there is a failure on behalf of the government to prepare for something they should have prepared for in order mm-hmm. to protect the people and not just the people, also the, the animals, you know, the livestock, right. etc. The country in Texas, yeah. slightly different. Um, yes, they were warned that they should weatherize their system, but it, you know, governments didn't force corporations, corporations were allowed to mismanage their infrastructure for right. the sake of profit over the protection of the people over you know a, a sense of responsibility 
of, you know, um, uh, a duty of care to the people mm-hmm. that they're providing the power to. So they're, they're both failures, failures of government. Um, Texas also failures of corporations to, uh, yeah. yeah, well, to, to you know, prepare to stockholders. adequately. Yeah. <laughs> they're worried about their stockholders and the price yeah. of stock. Yeah. Except the ones that just died, um, those yeah. stockholders. Must have been some of those people that were stockholders. Yeah. Uh, so they were similar. But, again, it, it's what happens when you have psychopaths in power yes. that um, prioritise the wrong things. They prioritise short-term political success, short-term profits um, over long-term results, long-term success. Yes. Uh, but again, their, their metrics for success are completely fucked as well. You know, psychopaths' right. metrics of success are their own, you know, wealth, power, fame, yeah. glory. The size not, of my yacht. Not the, uh, not the um, protection and uh, uh, safety of. of uh, the betterment. Yeah. The, the people, you know, of society, Augustus. of the public. We need to. Take some Augustus's blood, clone him, put him in a suit, mm. teach him about modern day, and say, "Run this shit," because he cares. Well, yeah. an enlightened, uh, an enlightened king. Uh, yeah, I'll do Marcus fine. Aurelius, I'll do Augustus. it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they'd be better at it than I would. Yeah, an enlightened dictator is uh, the best form of government. Hard to find, admittedly. Rare, yes, rare, but rare. Definitely the best form of uh, right. government. But until we do, until we find these people, can we just all agree, let's just put women in charge because women have got the right priority over men. We can't say this. We're famous uh, misogynists oh. and hater of women. Yeah. We can't. Oh. Apparently, we're Scratch not allowed to say that. that anymore. Scratch all that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Despite us saying for like eight years, put women in charge. They do Please. a much better job. We're famous yeah. misogynists now. Yes. Yeah. That's the internet yeah. for you. All right, that's the show. Uh, yeah. Good luck, everybody in Texas. Uh, you can't yes. get that message because you have no electricity, so you won't be able to see this. But um, yeah, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> so.